Okay, we're back with coffee. I, I, this coffee, I don't, where do you get this coffee, Heather? So, well, there are multiple places. <laughs> <laughs> Berkeley is just filled with coffee. It's just a coffee town. This is caffeinated. Oh, caffeinated. I do recommend it. Yeah, it is good. On Actually, Vine. Really, it On is Vine, good. if anyone's local. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, welcome to the, is it the end? I guess it's the end of the week. It's been a, it's been a hell of a week. Every week is mm. sort of a hell of a week. Um, Couldn't agree more. Where do we begin? Well, I, I don't know. Is there a clock in here? That's, I was oh, going to yes. say, let's move. Can people hear this? Yes. Okay, I, I, let's move a, this. this we apologize. Gonna, There's a loud ticking. It's a loud click. Time flies. Did you just throw that? I throw the clock. <laughs> Time flies. Um, so, it, but, uh, I mean, I don't really know where to begin in the sense that uh, the coffee's good, but there's a lot that, that is not good <laughs> in, in America um, and in the world. And it's all happening at once. It does seem to be that way. Um, the uh, I'll tell you what I'm what I'm focusing on right now, Heather, which is uh, the Democrats' message or lack of message. Mm-hmm. We're six months. We're wet, we're really in the gravitational pull right now of the midterm elections, and Biden is sinking very very fast according to the polls. And there's so many polls that are showing him sinking. Uh, and I am, um, I, I try to boost myself. I try to say the Democrats actually, what they are going to be campaigning on is Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court and the, and what, you know, the, the, the Republicans are going to do with, uh, with abortion rights. Uh, Democrats are going to campaign on directly or indirectly on, on, on Trump, uh, and Trump is everywhere and, and, and Trump is back. Uh, but the Democrats don't seem to have much by way of, of accomplishment, or at least the accomplishments, uh, people don't appreciate the accomplishments, let's put it that way. Right. Well, so that's troubling. And then, of course, there's also the fact that I do feel that when people are trying to be positive, so we're six months away from the midterms and someone or, you know, we put out a video or anyone says, let's think about the long game here. There's a lot of cynicism and there's a lot of worry around voting and there's a lot of why don't we do, well, we can't do that because mansion. I mean, what's the mansion? The mansion is the conversation stop. Yes. I get in the conversations all the time with people and they say, uh, well, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that because mansion. And then sometimes cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look at mansions vote uh, just on Wednesday in terms of abortion rights. No. I mean, it would have been so simple uh, to vote for abortion rights because it was clear it was not going to go through anyway, uh, and it would have given at least given the Democrats, uh, you know, bragging rights about something uh, that they believed in. But but Manchin just continues to uh, to to be a Republican. I, I mean, know. essentially. Uh, um, so so the Democrats get the the worst of both worlds. That is, they have control over Congress, both houses in theory, mm-hmm. but they don't. Obviously. Uh, and so uh, I know that the administration was trying to get something through this week or next week uh, on corporate taxes, a minimum corporate tax uh, and a billionaire's tax. I mean, the, the minimum billionaire tax is right. something else. Uh, but uh, and Manchin has given some indication he wants it, but he is now doing his Manchin dance. Right. Uh, which is, you know, it's typical. We now know it. It's uh, yes, I'm for this, but mm, maybe right. not for this. And it is interesting. So there's messaging problems, but then there's also people don't even want to hear the messages because they're grumpy and feel 
ineffective. So it's we're up against a lot. So I have more questions for you. Well, let me but, but oh, let you me want to pursue that, that yeah, because please. I think that the biggest message uh, when people out there are grumpy and uh, are are kind of angry generally is a populist message. Mm-hmm. Populist in terms of uh, you know the elites, the rich, the the people in power are not doing something that they should be doing. Uh, you know who has perfected that populist message? It is Trump, J.D. Vance, mm-hmm. uh, who is advancing, uh, and all of that kind of Trumpian right. They know that populist message. Now, unfortunately, they direct the anger at immigrants and at at, at people who are different or uh, Latinx or, or Black people, uh, but that's what they do. They know how to do it. Democrats seem unable or unwilling to deliver a, a populist message that says, hey, you know something? The reason you're in trouble is because big corporations and the wealthy are pulling the strings and they are rigging the game against you. Right. And then on the on the policy side, I mean, Trump and the Republicans do the anti-populist policy. The Dems try and do the populist policy. But no, I mean, we didn't, we're not winning. Well, you can't get it done if if you don't have the votes. Right. Uh, so this is the conundrum. This is the six month before the midterm conundrum uh, for Democrats. Uh, you know, my advice, uh, my humble advice, if yes. I were sitting down with, with Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats, it would be to say, just deliver a powerful populist message and combine it with Roe v. Wade. Right. I mean, uh, Mitch McConnell, did you hear last week when he said the USA Today that Maybe it's possible if the Republicans take over, uh, there will be a national anti-abortion statute. It's horrible. I, I did mean, hear. I mean, we're, we're, we're beyond states' rights. I mean, they're going to carry this right through. Uh, and then what happens to privacy rights generally? I mean, Alito's, Alito's opinion, the leaked opinion, uh, is extraordinary in terms of its willingness to get away from and abandon privacy altogether. Uh, which means what? Uh, 1965, Griswold versus Connecticut, that case that William O. Douglas authored uh, in the majority at that time that said, you have a right to have contraceptives. Well, that's a privacy right. Mm. They'll take away your right to contraceptives? Hello? This is, we're traveling back in time. This is terrifying. Well, that's the question again, is what are Democrats going to be saying over the next six months? Are they going to be saying they want to take you away your right to contraceptives and your right, you know, gay rights and everything else? Um, uh, and a, a populist economic message, uh, they, that is the, the oligarchy, uh, are, 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 are eager to take as much of the wealth and income from the nation as possible and look at the degree of economic concentration and look at how inflation is being pushed by these big corporations. Well, it's a, it's a winning message, but are Democrats willing to do it? I don't know. I hope. We're moving. In well, that uh, you know, uh, uh, Joe Biden gave a uh, an inflation, his big inflation speech mm-hmm, this on past Tuesday, week. Yep. Uh, I read it. I listened to him. I read it again. Uh, it was the weakest populist message. There was a little sprinkling, a little <laughs> salting of populism in terms of in terms of the oil companies. Right. Um, but that was about it. I know it was a missed opportunity. And then Wednesday was the consumer price index. 
which, yes, and it showed. Tell us about that. Well, inflation is not exactly 8.5% uh, over the year. It's 8.3%. So maybe it's leveling off a little bit. But the Fed, uh, you know, Jerome Powell, Jay Powell and the Fed, are what they are doing right now is raising interest rates at a rapid clip. The last time I've seen or we've seen anything like this was under Paul Volcker in the early 1980s. And you know how that ended? that ended with a severe recession. Uh, that's what the Fed does. Six out of the last seven times the Fed has tackled inflation by raising interest rates, it has ended in a recession. Uh, this is not necessary, it's not good. I, I think it's, well, it, it's, it's, it's gonna hurt a lot of people. Right. And then, I mean, not to kick us while we're down, but the war in Ukraine is not, I mean, it's oh, there's horrendous. so many. <laughs> but you so, know, it would be funny if it weren't so funny, if it weren't so awful. Uh, the war is 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 certainly exacerbating inflation, uh, you know, on food side, on right. the oil side, on the energy side, uh, and uh, it is uh, also generating a lot of uncertainty. And I think the stock market takes a dive, in large part because the stock market hates uncertainty. Um, now. As you know, 80% of the stock market is owned by people in the top 10% of income. Right. But, you know, the 401ks that a lot of working people and a lot of middle class people rely on are there parked in the stock market. So uh, you've got a lot of people who are retired or near retirement who are worried right now. Yes. My message to them do not take your money out if you can possibly keep it in the market in a diversified portfolio and you don't need it uh, in your time horizon is three to five years. Leave it there. The stock market will come back. Okay. We will take, I mean, exactly, if you can afford. But, and then, if, of course, if you take things early, you get penalized. So, uh, well, you, it's you tough must, times. Uh, these are tough times. And how's your... <laughs> Yeah. And how is your else? week? How's everything yeah. else? You doing okay? I mean, I'm okay. I do feel a little, I don't know, kind of scatty. I remember thinking my child is doing Zoom school from home. And once he's back in school, things will settle or something. But and he's back in school, right? He's, he's now... back in school and I've nothing, I'm still fried. Well, I think we're all fried, Heather. Seriously. I mean, we, we've talked this morning just about the, the kinds of things that are going on around us, but it all... <laughs> if you pardon the expression, trickles down mm. to all of us individually and we're feeling it and our families are feeling it. And we're all kind of, uh, uh, even if we haven't had COVID, we have a kind of COVID brain. Yeah. Have you had, have you, I mean, I have a hard time concentrating. Want to know what I did this week? <laughs> so I make my kids lunch every day. Bless you. Except when I forget. So I forgot to make him lunch. Now you might say, oh, Heather, you know, things happen. That's a mom, a mom mistake, a my, mom mistake. My mom would forget to make me lunch really? quite often. Oh, yes. that makes me feel better. Are you yeah. lying to me no, to no, make me true. feel better? No, That's why I, I'm only five feet tall. Less than five feet stop, tall. stop. But here's what was bad about it. So first of all, Berkeley Unified has been phenomenal during this pandemic because they serve lunch every day and there's no charge. It used to be, you know, sliding scale kind of thing. Now they just serve it. So he's fine, technically. But I said to him, what, wait, did I forget to fix you lunch? He said, no, mom, I had, I had the pasta with the chicken in it again. I said, no, that was yesterday's pasta with the chicken in it that I never took out of the dirty lunch bag. <laughs> well, then I, <laughs> does he, is I he going to get trichinosis? No, he's no, not going to get, he's fine. That's he's salmonella. Fine. He, but, uh, Heather, 
get hold of yourself. Everything's fine. Uh, look, I, I just think that, uh, and all of you out there listening on Substack, I mean, you also probably are suffering from some form of, uh, well, is it, if it, is it fog brain? Is it, is it overload? Is mm-hmm. it a, a kind of, uh, you know, you just, you just, everybody expected things would be better by now. And in many ways they aren't. In no. fact, they're worse. Uh, well, okay, a discouraging word, but actually, you know, the, the positive message, okay, positive message today is that everybody is suffering from this. And if everybody is a little bit uh, foggy and have a hard time concentrating and is burnt out, then everybody else, you have a lot of company. I would agree with that. And it's helpful to process the world with you and with all the people in the comments on Substack. So that's something. Yes. Thank all of you. By the way, you're just great. I'm talking to all of you on Substack. We'll talk again uh, next week at the same place, same time. Heather, thank you. Thank you, Bob.